Now on to our listeners. T3 understands what took place. The night you started listening to wrestling podcasts, you got down on your knees, put your little hands together and said a prayer and it sounded like this. Oh dear God, you see my name's Billy and I just love wrestling podcasts, but there's just one problem. They all absolutely suck. And then at that point, Billy, your house started to shake, the heavens opened up, and God himself spoke to you and said, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. You are absolutely right. They do suck. But there is one thing and one thing only that you can do. You must go find the show that is simply electrifying. You must go find Take Two Takedown. Oh, but God, anybody but take... Know your role and shut your mouth. And then as fear went through your body, tears went down your cheek and piss rolled down your leg. Your house started to shake, the clouds parted and the heavens opened. And what seemed like millions and millions of voices said to you in unison, Jabroni, if you smell what T3 is cooking... Live together, talking about WrestleMania a week later. We sure are, because WrestleMania is so important, it took us that long to decide on our opinions of it. I don't know if it took (laughs) us that long, but what we really wanted to do is give you guys time to form your own opinion. Yes. Because we want to say thank you to all of our friends that listen to us. Exactly. Everybody that listens to us follows us on Twitter, at Take2Takedown. Those that send us their emails, tripletbag at gmail.com, or then they'll call our hotline, which once again, we don't get enough. And we were hoping for some important WrestleMania reaction phone calls, and we didn't really get the ones we wanted. But that's 434-602-1931. We do have a lot to talk about though, John, but I wanna make sure we don't forget about our mailbag, because we do have a mailbag question this week. I remember you said something about there's a really good one and you wanted to share yes. it with me, mm-hmm. but because we were so into wrong, so into wrong, I can't lie, it's wrong. SmackDown sucked this week. Uh, they did have one. SmackDown <laughs> sucked this week. Um, but let's hear this letter. Give me something okay. meaty to. I'm going to give you our letter again in our triple T bag because we love to. It's from Amber in Maryland, and by letter I mean Amber, my wife, who asked me this question the other day sitting on the couch. So, so you teased. <laughs> yes, I teased you. Oh. Um, but her question, which I thought was a valid question. Uh-huh. Um, we have our own opinions, which I think differ slightly on 205 Live and the fact that I watch it every week and you don't. Right. <laughs> but what her decision was, because in watching 205 this week, the match rematch between Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese was significantly uh, better. Let me stop you right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, at your recommendation, I did watch that match. Oh, good. And Yay. it was an excellent match. Excellent match. It was the, over a half hour, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, that's the match they should have had. They yes. just couldn't because of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, go ahead. What did uh, so her, lovely Miss Amber, who her puts question, up with you, ask? Based on that, mm-hmm. was do you think 205 Live, their main match that they have every WrestleMania, would be better served going and being a star thing on a TakeOver episode the night or two nights before as opposed to pre-show crap on WrestleMania. Or what turns out to be almost every pay-per-view event that has a cruiser match, usually the pre-show match is 205. 
would they be served better as a brand if you want to keep them as a brand by being on the takeover and being more of like a look at this special thing you get on takeover you're getting something from the main quote unquote mm. show so I'm going to answer that with a long-winded answer. Oh, please do. That was All a long-winded right. question, so this go is, for it. This is my opinion of 205. Mm-hmm. I think it is a soon-to-be defunct brand. Uh, um, unfortunately, I think you're right, yes. With that being said, I think they can handle it smart where you bring back... Like, I want them to unify the belts. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it. Other shows talk about it. There's a ton of us out there with the like minds, especially with the new transition with Fox and NBC. Yes. So that yes. each of you get your share of superstar FaceTime. Unify the titles. Have one heavyweight champion again. Get rid mm-hmm. of the red strap. Yes. Universal champion is useless. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the red strap. Have one heavyweight champion. Then you have the IC, um, uh, the Intercontinental Champion on Raw. You have the U.S. Champion on SmackDown. On SmackDown mm-hmm. And those are your number one contenders yes. to whoever the heavyweight is. Mm-hmm. And you can have pay-per-views where the IC and the U.S. Champ clash to see who actually gets to fight the guy at the next pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've already kind of unified the women's championship. For you only have week. one women's <laughs> tag team. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. And it'll work because you have a low talent base. Not saying that the females aren't talented. I'm right, just right, saying right. they don't have a lot of females that they are bringing out or bringing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what you can also do is have one cruiserweight belt. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can have it where you have cruiser bouts on both Raw and SmackDown so they both get that high uh, energy flipping, mm-hmm. flying things instead of the ground and pound that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All the stuff we want to be entertained with. Exactly. And you can spread it out between both shows and you can keep it where during pay-per-views, WWE, you've built-in spotlights. Yeah. Mm. You have a, a, the ability to put people in classes now and tell more stories. Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot easier, a lot more homogenized. And it works between two separate broadcasting networks now, so mm. that everybody gets something. And you don't have to change the ropes and everything to purple every time right. they wrestle. Just have it be part of the show. They're just sort of a different class. Right. You just yeah. change the postcard, if anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with that being said, um, 205 was a great idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they try to steer away from the cruiserweight by calling it the 205 division. Right. Mm-hmm. But what killed them is you only had eight. Yes. Eight cruiserweights. Yes. I think 12 was the most they ever carried. Mm-hmm. And they all compete against each other the same the matches same, every night. Yeah. Um, I have a friend of mine who... You don't have any other friends besides me? An acquaintance. Okay. Somebody right. I know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, amateur wrestler who mm-hmm. trained with Tony Nese. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when I asked him, like, hey, did you watch WrestleMania? He says, no, I only watched the opening match because... I trained with Tony Nese. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what did you think? He goes, it wasn't his best match. Yeah. Then I said, hey, I've heard the uh, match on 205. And he goes, I don't watch 205. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why don't you watch 205? He goes, the only thing there is Tony Nese. <laughs> and if they're not going to use Tony Nese to the best of his ability, I don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't argue with You can't with argue that. with that. You can't argue. I mean, th- you pretty much have Lucha House Party, Buddy Murphy, Tony Nese, Cedric Alexander. Yeah. That's that's like your main things. And then you could throw in like a Drew Gallick or a, you know. So what, it, There's not much. It's under 10, I'd say. Yeah. What I think is going to wind up happening is 205 will eventually be absolved. Mm-hmm. The ones that they feel can compete, they'll bring up into Raw and SmackDown to be punching bags. Kind I mean, of, look yeah. at Ali. Ali has made a name for himself. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, you know... And he's still just punching back. Yeah, but I mean, he may get a couple contention matches, Mm -hmm. but if you look at the brand differences, like, you can tell Raw is Vince's show. Yes. Because he's got all the beef. All the beef over there. And you can tell Shane likes the high-flying stuff and the jump-off-of-shit stuff because he's got all the flyers over there. Yes, yes. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. I watch Raw and SmackDown for two separate reasons. Correct. Mm -hmm. But... You know, I could see a Drew Gulluck. I could see a Buddy Murphy coming up. I could mm. see a Tony Nese coming up and competing in like the SmackDown arena. Yeah, yeah. I could see. I could see something like that. I think that they would work there. And I think the idea of absolving it so that it's spread across all of them is probably your best option, as opposed to just completely get rid of it. Because you do have some talent there. You don't need to completely get rid of all of them. And I think that they would be better off spread throughout Raw and SmackDown then thrown over to NXT. Yeah. Because um, I think I NXT is kind of its own separate NXT world. has enough talent right yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think with going into this week with Raw and SmackDown where we have the superstar shakeup, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. we'll see some call-ups. Yeah. I think we'll uh, we'll see some, you know, brand switches. It, they'll be moderate at yeah. best. Mm-hmm. But I think they'll... Use this to try to like. I think we're actually going to see like the transition of what they're willing to give Fox and what they're going to keep for themselves. Uh, I think you're right. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, or mm-hmm. it could be the reverse of they're going to give Fox what they demanded. Also true. So, like, also I can true. see. I mean, I, I guess we can jump into it now that we mentioned it. What do you think with this this superstar shakeup? Uh, who do you think would benefit from moving from say Raw to SmackDown or SmackDown to Raw? I can give yeah. you my opinion. Go, go for yours, and then I'll give you I'll, a hot minute to think. Hot minute to think. No, that's fine. I, I, I got ideas, but right. I think the main thing we have to remember is that it's come out this week. Nia Jax is gone for a little bit for knee surgery, mm-hmm. um, which I assume that means Tamina's probably not going to be there much either because Nia Jax is pretty brick. much her mouthpiece. Yeah. Um, and then that this weird thing that's happening with Sasha Banks. Uh, where I, she's, heard, I heard her and her husband both unfriended. Both you. unfriended WWE, not me. Oh. Unfriended WWE. <laughs> Well, she's going through some mental health issues. So. Yeah, I thought you said it was you. No, no, it wasn't me. It's uh, on your text, let me let me bring <laughs> it, this it up. May, it may. Let, let me bring this up um, because I want you to know. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Your text says, mm-hmm. uh, "Just want to let you know, Sasha and her husband both unfriended me. Do with it what you will." Oh. And uh. I said, "Well, you know, she's going through some mental health issues." <laughs> she did. Wow. Yeah. See. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think the ultimate winner, if this were to happen, Finn Balor goes to SmackDown. He's more in a weight class that supports his mm-hmm. talents and abilities. He's not trying to powerbomb a Lashley every night. Right, right. Um, I think matches between him and AJ, him and Daniel Bryan, him and Kofi, him and Ali would mm-hmm. be fantastic yes and can yes. fill a year worth of card yep mm-hmm. um so i think finn balor going over to smackdown would be good i think to get braun Strowman away from rollins now that he's the champion mm-hmm. he can go over to smackdown and be braun Strowman over there yeah mm-hmm. uh which will allow rollins to compete against say a lashley and a mcintyre eventually probably leading up to them trying to put the belt back on roman again i would assume so yes so mm-hmm. I think that fleshes out that a little bit from people who could leave Raw and benefit going to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, 
almost like, but this would mean Kofi would have to drop the belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like New Day to go over and kickstart the tag division in Raw again. Because they need it. Yeah, get them away from the Usos because mm-hmm. that's the only feud there. If you bring New Day over, or even if you break them up for a little bit and have Kofi as the champ on SmackDown. And, and he's got to, he has to concentrate on that, you know, for yeah. lack of a better word. So Biggie and Xavier come over. But as a duo. My but. problem is, is New Day is so good together. Yes. I just don't want him to be a part. Right, right. Do I think they'll be, like, do I think Kofi can handle it on his own? Sure. Mm-hmm. Do I think Xavier and Big E could be individuals? Sure. Mm-hmm. But together as a unit, they're perfect. Yeah. Anyway, um, have them come over to Raw, kickstart a new tag division, and I think that would be a good start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the revival going to SmackDown. Okay. And mm-hmm. challenging the Usos could be a good rivalry. That could be good. That could be good. Because the, for for the most part, I would say SmackDown, as we said, has the better tag team. So if you want to highlight a tag team, like, like the Revival, which seemed to be ebbing and flowing as to whether anybody cares about them. Right. Send them over to SmackDown to get a little more, you know, attention, I guess. I think um, you need to take Ricochet and Aleister Black mm-hmm. and put one on each brand. Yes. That's Break exact, up that tag team. I mean, thing. you go from WrestleMania, you go from NXT, mm-hmm. you go from Raw and SmackDown that night, you competed in five tag matches, couldn't win one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Spread them out. And I would say Ricochet, SmackDown, Black, Raw. I, that would be the better fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who do you call up? I mean, we got Lars Sullivan. So... Put Lars, mm-hmm. put Lars on Raw as the new monster. Yes. Braun over on SmackDown as the old monster. Mm-hmm. Then you can build it up where they've destroyed everything and now they're starting to destroy each other. I mean, I would, I would say if you did it right, and this is a very, very long term, the idea would be Survivor Series, Lars versus Braun. Yeah. Like that's, that's I think, the match or, you should almost spend this next nine, ten months building to or, is that. Tell me. What's the one night of the year what? when SmackDown and Raw? <laughs> it's only one night. It's only one night a year <laughs> when SmackDown and Raw compete head-to-head. You mean WrestleMania? No. 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 Okay. No. SummerSlam? No. 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 Tables, ladders, and chairs. No. Um, no. no. <laughs> I mean, that's all true. They do. Right. Uh, but, um, but, you know, you can build it into those factions of, like, you've got a monster, we've got a monster. Exactly. Exactly. So... Mm. Um, so I could see that. Uh, as far as call-ups coming, uh, I would love to see Shayna Baszler and her two little sidekicks from M- uh, MMA. Mm-hmm. However, I haven't really seen a lot of them on NXT Wrestle, so I don't know if they're ready to go. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're um, getting there, but uh, they're not like... They're, I don't know if they're big show ready yet. Like I think... As much as I like Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. I think she's better served staying at NXT and being the champion eventually for some time. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have said Gargano, but now that he's got the belt, he, I assume he's staying at NXT for a while. Dark Horse, could you see Undisputed Era coming up as a faction? I don't uh, think Adam mm-hmm. Cole or you know Strong or Fish or you know any of them could come up and individually. He'll, no. If it is, it's uh, God. I can't remember his name. Who's the other part of the tag team? It's uh, Strong and... Roger Strong, Fish, the one who always plays the guitar. Yeah, why can't we remember his the name? The one who plays the belt like the guitar. He's the best wrestler yes, out of the four. The I yeah. can't remember his name right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I could see them coming up as a tag team, mm-hmm. but what? other than that, I can't see... Yeah. I would actually appreciate more if you were to have, whether it be Raw or SmackDown, either one, 
since they're not unifying tag team belts, that tag team maybe for two to three months dominate and hold the belt. So that something like the Undisputed Era would come up as an entire faction. Oh no, you want to know what I want? Uh, what do you want, John? You have the Hardy Boys as your current SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. <laughs> anyway, with that being said... I mean, he... I, you know, how we've talked awesome. about Matt Hardy. He, he is a, a block of wood at this point now. How, he cannot move. But how awesome would it be if Undisputed Era comes in mm-hmm. and has like an immediate, you know, like on Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hardy Boys are in the ring like, we'll take on anybody. Blah, right. blah, blah. Almost Undis- an open challenge yeah. tag team style. Undisputed Era comes in, levels them, takes the belts, mm-hmm. and they're like, we're now your tag team champions. Yeah. How over would they be immediately for all of us from NXT that know them? Mm-hmm. And how over would they be just by coming in as the young upstarts taking I would, the Hardy I, Boys out? The way you say it too, I would love it to be this Tuesday as part of the shakeup. They don't they're not even getting like drafted, switched, however you want to say it. They come in, do that and be like, we are now your SmackDown yeah. champions. We're your SmackDown champions. We're not waiting to be called we're up. Here. We're not yeah, doing anything. We took this. Yeah, we've done it ourselves. And we're bringing these two with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Adam Cole, like Adam Cole could Adam Cole could still do his kind of separate thing every and once in a while. And be a US champ competitor. Yeah. And, that, I mean, he and still that's the brand he would serve better on is yeah. SmackDown. And so. then you could bring in Sanity because they can work together. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can have them against Heavy Machinery. There's a lot of stuff you can do now. I, I think what we're both saying is we would love to see a stronger tag team division. Yes, please. So yeah, um, I don't know. Um, we both agree. We both agree. Whatever they do, they need more female talent. Yes. Like yes. you have Alexa Bliss come out and sub Bailey on a Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know you have all this behind the scenes stuff going on with Sasha. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's coming back. If she does come back, is she still going to be Sasha? Right. Like you said, Nia's going out with knee surgery. Tamina's a brick wall without her. Right. So you're talking minimum three. That are just gone. Yeah. Now. And these are your A-list yeah. female competitors? Yeah. Then the problem you have is you now have Becky Lynch as the, you know, two-belt Becky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I love Becky, you, Becky Lynch. I could go. <laughs> have you seen? I could have a whole show about Becky Lynch. <laughs> have you seen the, the shirt? She has a Becky two-belt shirt now, too. Have, have I seen the shirt? <laughs> Did you order the shirt? Have I seen the shirt? <laughs> Do you? I just want to make sure. I have a cardboard cutout of Becky Lynch now in my man room. I know. I know. We know. It broke at the hip. We already had that story told. Anyway. (laughs) um, So with the shakeup coming, I'm looking forward to it. I want them to surprise me. I want Mm. to give them some opportunity. I don't think it's going to happen. No. I mean, even if you're looking at female, because I would never say put all the female on one side. On one show. Right. But the only way to make it viable is to put all the females on one show. Well, because I mean, there's so little. If you think you've got about 20 competitive ones, and that's really? counting, that's <laughs> counting like Naomi and, and Lana. Carmella and yeah. Lana yeah. and Zelina Vega. Mm, you mean, I mean Car- Carmella, the winner of the Battle Royale? Yeah. <laughs> this, we'll get into WrestleMania. Um, but I mean, like, you're limited, and then now you're competing for the women's championships, yes. still too, with the tag team division. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't even have Peyton Royce or, or Billy Kay because they're the tag team champs. Exactly. You know, you can't really have Beth Phoenix go as a separate because she's just kind of the tag on with Natty until they can figure out what they're going to do. What they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, 
there's not a lot of talent in the pool right now. Mm-hmm. And the biggest competition now to Becky Lynch is Lacey Evans, who has done nothing but walkouts. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were worried about her on NXT. And the one match, the one match she has had in the WWE since her call-up, mm-hmm. she looked like shit in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so excited that... Becky no sold no. that women's right. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. she just kind of ducked, held her cheek, and she's like, "Yeah, she hit me pretty hard." Mm. But that's her finisher. Yeah, yeah, that's what and normally she no sold it. I'm like, "You go, girl." Yeah, Becky two belts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we talked about the the shakeup, shaky shake. I, I think you're right. The biggest issue is going to be when it comes to this, whether what the Fox deal is. Did Fox say they want certain people, like because that's their show, or is it more like this is what we will give you, Fox? We're gonna hold our quote unquote stars to close to us on USA. How is I that gonna work? Gotta I, think Fox, being a major network, has said, "Hey, we spent all this money to buy the rights to your show. Right? You need to meet our needs. Mm-hmm. We want competitive matches that our fans will find entertaining that are going to bring people on a Friday night, yes. mind you, yeah. mm-hmm. to watch our show. And, you know, yeah. Fox is looking at this as this is a live, interactive event that I can get immediate butts in a seat. Mm-hmm. But if it turns out to be like the regular SmackDowns and you have B-card talent, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you know, Fox, no. you're, you, that's money wasted. Yeah. So I don't think Fox went into this blind. They were like, who's your biggest pools? Mm-hmm. How can I get them on my show? Because, you know, for me to be on a Friday night, I'm a 48-year-old man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't go out and party. No. No. Your average fan base for WWE is 18 to 30. Yeah. These are people who still go out to bars on Friday night. And this, What right. are you going to do to draw my, you know, 25-year-old butt to watch your show. And now you're not even talking about, because it is live, you're not even talking about just viewership. Because me and you will watch it on Friday night. We're not mm-hmm. doing anything else. But going to wherever they were having SmackDown on a Tuesday, they could do that. It was a it was a work night, but we'd be able to handle it. Yeah. You tell me now I gotta go into the city on a Friday night to go see this show live, and I'm not leaving there till eleven PM on a Friday night in the middle of the city. That's how it's getting a little much for 40-year-olds. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, I'm sure, I guess to our point, I'm sure Fox has put it out like, we need to have guaranteed attractions that are Mm -hmm. going to bring people to watch the show. They don't give a shit about the live venues. Mm -hmm. That's That's true. That's a WWE issue. That's true. Do you think at Fox, how do you think it's being uh, coordinated? Do you feel that there's someone on the Fox side that is big into Nielsen ratings and like following the trends of wrestlers, who's more pull and who's not? Or do you feel there's two bearded, fat white guys sitting around that are wrestling marks that are like, they bring Roman Reigns, it's just gonna destroy the show. I think. Because <laughs> in my mind, I, I hope it's us. <laughs> I, I wish it was us. I would love to have that job. <laughs> How do I, I honestly believe? I honestly believe they have a staff dedicated to their their show that the smackdown show they're going to put on yeah and they're like hey ratings are down um but it looks like if we bring a uh braun Strowman over yeah we can bring those ratings up by 0.2 percent <laughs> oh everybody's chattering about kofi kingston and kofi mania let's mm-hmm. keep that going yeah mm-hmm. you know so oh, it's not just two guys playing wwe 2k19 no trying to figure out the trends on that no no oh no? god did you see that on nxt i did <laughs> Oh, what? Oh. 
You know, it was a horrible promo. I give credit to the guy who who won. Yeah, like AJ didn't push any buttons whatsoever. Yeah. But uh, I give credit to him because he did everything he could to talk smack, and yep. mm-hmm. I mean, he played the character up that he was taught by the Miz. Good on you. I'm glad you won the the million dollars. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, that was such a horrible promo. It was. It My was. son comes down and he goes, "What's going on here?" I said, "Oh." Like I told you when the game came out, 2K19 had a promo where if you wrestled up the card and beat all the wrestlers, mm-hmm. you could be entered into a dream match with AJ Styles or like you know, live WWE wrestler yeah. during NXT TakeOver, mm-hmm. and you have a chance to win a million dollars. He goes, but I didn't get a chance. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> if you listen to your dad. If you listen to Pops. You listen to this old guy, you would know. I know about the video games and the Pong. (laughs) Pong? I remember Pong. I know you do. Um, Anyway, so that's the shakeup. We've been pushing it off. Yes. Craig, let me ask you. (laughs) Yeah. What were your feelings about, do you want to go happy or sad first? Let's go happy first. What were your feelings about NXT TakeOver? I loved NXT TakeOver. I always loved it. It's always a good show, but I would say this one was a hair less. Just a little less Mm -hmm. because I've seen the matches before. Yeah. um, There were... I would never say anything was a disappointment. No. Um, They were all really good. They were all really good matches. Uh, I think one of their um, problems, for lack of a better word, is that opening match... With the the tag teams mm. was so good, like so incredibly good that coming any other match to beat to beat it would have been a little less. Like even um, you know one of the shows that uh, the Friday night movies that Brian and Tony from our main show were on a couple weeks ago talking to the guy because he went to Raw mm-hmm. here in DC. I told him because um, he just got the WWE Network for WrestleMania. He's one of those weird people that don't watch wrestling what? every week. I don't understand. But I told him, I was like, if you know nothing about NXT, watch just that one start NXT TakeOver match, and you will want to watch more. Right. And that's exactly what he did. And, uh, and it was, because it, it's insane. Bought like, and sold, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, so, um, obviously, that's our favorite match. Yes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the War Raiders versus uh, uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. Blackishay, as we like to call him. Blackishay. Um, mm-hmm. Was... A five-star match. It's one of those matches where I can go back and watch it over and over oh, yeah. again. And I've still, actually already watched it. Still be time. jaw-dropped, <laughs> amazed. Um, the Gargano, Adam Cole. Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I liked the two out of three. I liked the fact that Gargano had to beat off all of Undisputed Era to actually get that third pin. Mm-hmm. And did you um, see at the end that... Uh, the what was on WWE.com that Ciampa came out and gave Gargano a hug for I saw that and it was weird to me like I can understand his wife being out there Mm -hmm. that's a celebratory moment Mm -hmm. Uh, I understand that his dad was there yeah Mm -hmm. that's a celebratory moment Mm -hmm. but for Ciampa to come out of kayfabe Mm -hmm. I felt it did it a little bit of a disservice yeah and I'm guessing that's why it was on online not on the show Mm -hmm. so when he was out there hugging him on at the top of the stage, I get it. You're buddies. You've had a career together, mm-hmm. and this is a, a big moment for you. Right, right. And you want to share it. And and I get that him and Ciampa really do have a really good friendship outside. Yeah, yeah. In kayfabe, though, to have your bitter rival, your worst enemy, come out and the hug one you, you. You two turned against each other just like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, did a disservice to the fans. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. 
I'll let it slide though because right. I know it's a story. Yes. Yes. Um. Anyway. God, that match with War Raider and, and Ricochet so and Black was so amazing. And <laughs> and the honor that War Raiders gave them where they put the belts down, even though they won, they put the belts down at mm-hmm. their feet. They bowed yeah, to yeah. them. I mean, and that, then yeah. immediately gave them the ring. Yes, exactly. And that was a huge I'm send-off. not going to tell you. Just talking about it, I'm yeah. getting a little ice sweaty. I'm getting a little, my heart's starting to flutter a little bit. Like, it was it was emotional because yeah. you realize, even though it was not a long time that Black and Ricochet were in NXT in the scheme of how long NXT has been around, but they gave so much and were such you know, popular stars on that show, that send-off, you really felt like NXT, yeah. the whole NXT universe was thanking them for what they did. Especially I, Ricochet. Puts, both of them put their body on the line insane ways. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised Ricochet's still alive, even when he was, you know, Prince Puma yeah. and, and everything else. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know how this guy's still alive. Nope. But nope. He's amazing. He's the, His cells are so awesome. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just, my dream match right now, I would love to see Demon Finn against Ricochet. That'd be good. I would love to see Demon Finn against Alistair Black mm-hmm. and the Black Mass Alistair Black, yep. like the yep. the cutthroat kind exactly. of dirty dealer. Um, and then I'd just love to see Finn Balor against either one as Finn Balor because I think they are just going to be incredible matches because yep. the three of them could play off each other. Mm-hmm. Now, I also think a Ricochet Kofi would be really good. What if we did? Mm-hmm. What if we did? If we're dream booking right now, yeah. Mm-hmm. And say uh, Battle Royal, mm-hmm. Kofi, okay, Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. AJ Styles, mm-hmm. Ricochet, yep, Alistair Black, yep, Johnny Gargano, yeah, Champa mm-hmm. Healthy, okay, mm-hmm. Adam Cole, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else do I want to put in there? I would put um, in there only because I want to see Ricochet's uh, get out ability. Of Randy Orton RKO. Nope, no Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going for a body type here. <laughs> um, um, Finn Balor mm-hmm. and um, let's go Ali. Okay, mm-hmm. that's ten right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be an awesome match? <laughs> right, and we're never gonna get it. <laughs> oh. We have the potential, though. We have the potential. Um, the the match I thought I was the most disappointed in in NXT. Takeover was probably Dream Riddle. I thought that would have been a little. It wasn't bad. I gotta give them I just credit. Ex- though. I just thought it would have been better. I gotta give the the match was kind of draggy, but I gotta give the two performers credit. Mm-hmm. They came out where Riddle was going to be the face, yeah, and Dream was going to be the heel, but it wasn't getting over with the crowd. And for Riddle being so young, and for Velveteen being so uh, Velveteen, and, yeah. <laughs> You know, for them to realize that it wasn't getting over mm-hmm. and to choreograph and that turn in the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my God. And I and I I agree. I don't think that was planned by any means. I think that was done by them and the No, moment. I think they called it in yeah. the ring. And, and I, like, I honestly hey. think it, it seemed to be more dream sort of leading that, which, which makes more sense. He's a more experienced wrestler. Yeah, he's just point. telling Riddle, we're not getting over. We need to switch. Right, right. You, you know? can actually see at one point they get in sort of a hold at some point, and it looks like yeah, he's Dream's in the talking air. to him. We're going to switch. I'm we're going to Right, exactly. And Riddle just goes with it. And I think that that says a good th- portion to his ability, Riddle, just natural talent, to be able to do that sort of switch 
you being know, led by Dream. You know what I'm afraid, though? Mm-hmm. Like, Dream is perfect where he's at right now. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that they'll mess it up Monday or Tuesday up. he'll get called up because <laughs> yeah. of his ability to do that, and then I think he's going to be EC3'd. Like, he's not, he's just going to be oh, subbed because Vince doesn't know what to do, and I don't think Vince likes that type. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at the Whatever type, type in quotes like, is. Like Kofi, Big E, and Xavier said, we got our time. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. We are very much not Hulk Hogan. No. We are very the other way. Like, we'll, we'll get into Hulk Hogan. Okay. <laughs> um,. Also with Takeover, uh, Dunn and Walter I thought was good. I yeah. love Walter. Well, you and know, Dunn's time was our, needed to end. Well, he's had the belt for about two years, yeah. but uh, I mean, our buddies on our on our other two favorite shows, The Wrestling mm. Life and Alleged, have both talked about it. Especially, um, and I take it from Alleged because they see a lot of European style wrestling where it's a lot of story building within the match where. They target a limb, and they show you how yep. by breaking this limb down, you're wearing your opponent down. Um, a lot of people here said that that match was a little slow, but I don't think they got the whole story. Uh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think Walter, who I've seen a few times, who's pretty stoic in his selling, yeah. mm-hmm. sold a shit ton for Dunn. He sure did. And yeah. Dunn really sold it out as Dunn does. Mm-hmm. Um, I was happy to see the match. I was happy to see the belt transition. Um, I honestly believe we're going to see Dunn on SmackDown. That's one of the things I imagine for this shakeup, they're bringing him, which is one of the reasons they switched the belt, which I think is fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I think Dunn has that ability to come to Raw or SmackDown. Like, he he really should at this point. And he's been been on enough major cards where they can bring him over and he's not unknown. What if we put Dunn and Andrade in that battle royal? (sighs) That'd be good. Them two together, I think, could could do some good matches. Um... I would like to see Dunn come up and be almost like the Colin McGregor of that would be good of That'd WWE. Be. Like play that character. Yeah. He has the ability. He's done it in, in oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know the uh, UK. But I just I would love to see him come and do that here. I I hope that they they bring him up and that your idea of the absolving of two hundred five is the way they go because I think he could be a good cruiserweight belt holder. I mean, I, I more think, so than I see him being going for the heavyweight. But I think like. I think there's obviously, like we said, there's Vince's show and then there's the other show. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the talent of today is exemplified is by what would show. be on the SmackDown show. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I still love my big hosses. I still love these still big love broody. Beef. I still mm-hmm. love these big broody beefcakes beating the piss out of each yep. other. Yep. But, you know, what sells more right now? What's more entertaining with, like... Shows like AEW, we want the flash and the splash. Mm-hmm. We want the the oh my god moments and all that. You're not yes. going to get that with two guys trying to power each other out no. in a ring. No. You're going to get that with the high flyers, and that's all pretty mm-hmm. much what SmackDown's going with now. Yep, yep. That's why I'm thinking like a Drew Gulak, Tony Nese, mm-hmm. uh, Ali's already come up. You can bring the Lucha House Party up, but they all need to be within a certain realm. Exactly, exactly. So, to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Um, all right, so we talked the good stuff of TakeOver. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about WrestleMania. Wait, before we get into WrestleMania, we should mention what happened at Hall of Fame. Oh. Um, <laughs> how... and, the, and the insanity that that was during Heart Speech. Was... There was... Oh, oh, you're talking about the Heart Speech. Oh, yeah, yeah, All yeah. right, so uh, <laughs> listen, 
you don't need all that security around the ring. Apparently, all you need is Ronda Rousey's husband and one of the revival. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And amazingly, Dash Wilder does this, and then they lose the belts to Zack yeah. Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Like we actually talked about the fact because that was a late announced match. That if because of what happened Saturday, no matter what the plan was, they were going to be like, you know what, revival. You keep him. <laughs> because that that video that was posted. What's his name? Troy Brown or No, uh that's uh Travis Brown. Travis Brown. Yeah, Ronda Rousey's husband. Yeah. So if you didn't know, which I don't know why you don't know at this point and you're listening to a wrestling show, but uh when Bret Hart was giving his uh acceptance speech for the Hall of Fame, some random ass who we now know crazy fan who basically was commenting to Vince all over Twitter waiting for his WrestleMania match because he thought he was supposed to have one mm-hmm. and basically thought this was it. Well, isn't he like a amateur MMA fighter? And yeah, and he, yeah. he something happened basically where he thought he was supposed to have his WrestleMania match and then he thought he was being led to it was with Bret Hart and they were going to do it the night before. I, I don't know why. Okay. I don't understand. But, uh, yeah, I, I so Bret Hart the, takes it. Mm, they beat the piss out they, of him. Yeah, Travis Brown, New Day comes up. Beats the piss out of him. They start walking him out. Trav- or Dash Wilder from Revival gets up out of his seat, punches the guy. The guy literally passes out, and then Dash just walks back to his seat like it was no big deal. Yeah, that- you're welcome. <laughs> it was great. So, mm-hmm. But it was nice to see him on uh, WrestleMania escort <laughs> Natty and Beth Phoenix down it to was. the ring. He's, he's okay. So he's, he's good. He's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. just... Uh, and it's funny because every year for... At least the past, you know, nine, ten years, I can remember. Hall of Fame has been in an arena on a stage with a podium. This year, this one oh, year, they, put they in decided a ring. in the middle, in well, a ring, no front rope. We'll have them why, do it this way. And that's when this happened. That's why I originally thought this was a work. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is how they are going to introduce this guy. It's like the crazy ex-MMA fighter yeah. mm-hmm. turn wrestler. Uh, I thought it was a work at yeah. first. I, until then, I saw that Dash Wilder clip, I still thought it was a work. Yeah. Then when I saw them like pulling them out, mm-hmm. I still thought it was a, a work. And yeah. I'm like, oh, they're really selling this. Yeah, they're this doing good. a great... Travis Brown is doing a great job. And I thought that was going to introduce Travis Brown in, too. Like, they I mean, would he, have beef for what he did to he, Hart. He wants to be in yeah. WWE, And I think right? he like, will be if Ronda lets him. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty much exactly uh, what it is. But, I mean, you realize... Travis Brown, at the height of his career, was ranked like number four heavyweight. Yeah, he's he is a very good fighter. I think technically he would be very good. But in watching MMA, Travis Brown was not always the best on the mic. Like he was, yeah. he was more who he showed what he could do in the ring. So how they're going to work do that in something like WWE is a little Ronda harder. and Travis with Paul Heyman. That, that will or allow Rhonda right. to stop doing her weird rants. Right, and Rhonda can step away for a little bit. If they are talking about starting a family, she can step away for a little bit. Paul Heyman and Travis Brown kind of move up, and then when Rhonda's ready, she comes back, right. and they're basically like a family faction. be great. I, I can see it. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. so let me ask you this. Yes. Favorite match of WrestleMania? Favorite match of WrestleMania. Not what I, you thought was the best match. Right. I, I mean, normally they could be one and the same, mm-hmm. but what was your favorite match? I think my favorite match, because it's the one I didn't stop looking away from it anymore, at any moment. I watched the entire thing and was basically sitting on the edge of my seat watching the entire thing, was probably Kofi Daniel. Like, that was probably my favorite. And not just because I was hoping for Kofi to win. I just thought as a match, 
That was a very good match. It was very much back and forth. It was made believable the whole time, the story in the match as to who could win this. It wasn't just like a, oh, I'll kind of sell for a little while and then Kofi will win. It was you didn't know where this was going and how this was going to end. I will agree that that was the best match mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of the night. Gotcha. My favorite match, mm-hmm. Miz and McMahon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew they were going to be jumping and flipping off of stuff. Yes. yes. I knew as soon as they climbed the... Uh, oh, as soon as you when saw you scaffolding. Saw, <laughs> yeah. When you saw the scaffolding and there was no side rail, yeah. you knew they were going off that side. Yes. yes. I knew all of this. That that ending, though, I did not like but, the ending. Like, Oh, I, no. I will disagree. I did not like the fact that the Miz... Or the Miz lost based on the fact of how they landed. I, Shane was on top no, of him. No, I, I will one. I love that ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will tell you, like Miz selling. Mm-hmm. I got that. But the fact is, they drove a story, even if it was hammed up by Shane. Mm-hmm. They drove a story, and with Miz's selling, like I've been a Miz fan, but I'm still a huge Miz fan. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. With Miz's selling. They sold the story, and the end was perfect yeah. because it mm. was a heel finish. It was a heel finish that allowed Shane to stay on top, but Miz comes out looking strong as hell. That's true. That's I true. love that match. One of the things I love the best out of that match, and I don't know if you've seen them, is the various photoshopped pictures of the Miz's dad with his fists up yeah. fighting like Thanos. Or Andre the Giant. Yeah. Or like a Velociraptor. Saw them all. And they're great. And they're great. But uh, him and his potato face. (laughs) Anyway, that was my favorite match. Now, what was... I was going to challenge you to name three of the matches that just could have gone away and dropped the seven hours that Mm -hmm. I sat watching WrestleMania. Yeah. uh, To maybe five. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... It's been well documented that Triple H and Batista's match was the longest match of the night. Yes. 24, almost 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't really have a problem with it. Like, it was was two old dudes going back and forth. A a little on the long end. Yeah. But I don't think you needed to cut that match out. No, I think it would sell, but give them, like, the the 12 to 15 minute match. Exactly. And, and And I will give them credit going into it. I assumed that was going to be one of the shorter matches of the night. Yeah. Um, Most controversial match. The opener. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was... I'm sorry, I'm jumping. No, that's fine. That's but We've fine. waited all week to talk to each other. We have. We have. We have not discussed a lot of this going on. So, um, well, back to Triple H and Batista. It was a little long. It was two old dudes beating each other. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to see it. Yeah. For nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, It'd be good. Mm-hmm. It was. It was good. It was decent. It was. Okay. It was what you expected. Um, I think the match I would have completely thrown out and had nothing to do with. I know the one. <laughs> there's, there's actually two. One is the Samoa Joe Rey, Matisse, uh, Rey Mysterio match. That was just that to was, get him FaceTime. That was just to get him FaceTime. It was obvious that Mysterio is hurt. Yeah. Um, and you they just, just want to come out here in Mysterio ring gear. And, and I mean, and the fact that you have somebody like Kevin Owens who's just sitting there and had nothing to do, you could have put in his spot to make a decent match. Kind but of I think they looked bit. at it and said, hey, we can give these two the FaceTime we promised them and have a two minute match. Yeah. Um, and then the one that probably caused me the most headache 
Well, it's actually two. I'd probably say that woman's battle royale. I like I watched it and I was like, I have no idea what's happening. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's where. Since since you brought them up, mm-hmm. both the battle royals sucked. Yes, they were useless and crap. And if I remember right. Was it last year, two years ago, where Naomi disappeared for a while and then showed up at the end of Battle Royale? They did the exact Both same Battle thing. Battle Royals. <laughs> the person, you know, Jost and Che hit yeah. under the ring. Mm-hmm. Carmella hit off to the side. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, oh, we're going to win. And then they're like, oh, no, you still got us. And it's you just, had so much so buildup to that stupid SNL Jost and Che being on there. And nothing, nothing came of it. Like we, it, we all expected been, they were going to throw out Braun in some it, way. It would have been so much better had they thrown out Braun with the Hardy Boys. Braun drags the Hardy Boys down with them, and then they have that oh crap moment. It's you it's and me us, in the ring, yeah. and they have to beat each other up. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a much more this since this has no basis on anything. Just let them freaking win. Who cares? It's not like Braun gets anything from winning. No, but um. So the battle royals were useless. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, battle royals. Um, the worst match of the night. Mm-hmm. Cor- Piss me off. <laughs> you had Cena there, and his stick was to come out and interrupt Elias with the uh, Doctor of Thugonomics. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks for the callback. It made me nostalgia. I was happy with that. Yeah. But why couldn't you just have Corbin bury Angle, then John Cena come out bury Corbin? Angle and Cena have a little FaceTime. Mm-hmm. They get into a tussle, and literally Cena flops and sells for Angle for to Angle. get the ankle. That would have been the significantly much and better storyline. If, if Angle was okay selling a loss at his farewell match, mm-hmm. let him be the victim of the FU. Yeah, yeah. It, I think the thing that bothered me the most about that is that Cena was there in that gear right. at that night. Right. And they didn't use it. And every everybody, this isn't just we follow wrestling podcasts, we follow wrestling fans on Facebook and on Twitter. Everybody that was a fan of WrestleMania, everybody that watched wrestling a decade ago was like, you need to end and thumb it you, fighting each other. You know what my thinking is? Mm-hmm. Undertaker was supposed to be at WrestleMania to interrupt Elias like he did for Raw the night after. He couldn't make it, and Cena was a quick fix. That is a possibility. But then if that's... That's the only thing that makes sense to me as a fan. Because if they planned it like this, the whole time Cena was going to interrupt Elias and not do anything with Angle? Yeah. The f- what is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, as you said, you're getting over Corbin. You don't need... Nobody cares about Corbin. He doesn't gain anything. It's not like all of a sudden we're like, oh, good, Corbin's getting a push. Yes, I really <laughs> like this bad guy now. No. There's or I really like- love to hate this bad guy. No, we just love Corbin because we just love to want Corbin to leave. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean... <sighs> the last thing I think we need to talk about with WrestleMania, like all the other matches were good enough. Yeah, yeah. Um... The yeah. last thing I think we need to talk about is the women's championship match. Uh, the only thing I would want to mention that none of us on an entire pick and pull got right was the Iconics winning the tag team belt. Yeah, we none just, of us saw that. We coming. all assumed, all of us, all of our friends and all the fans in the world probably assumed mm-hmm. the Iconics were there to eat the pin exactly. for whoever is going to hold the belt. Exactly. 
And we were wrong. Anyway, <laughs> um, there's all this backlash about the flub finish, about the no pin count, mm, yeah. all this stuff. Um, you know what, WWE? If it was a mess up, mm-hmm. sell it. Yes. Sell it like the ref was out of position. They find that ref already. Right, right. I saw uh, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the ref was out of position. You know, yeah, Ronda does have a good claim to the belt. If she mm-hmm. ever wants it, she can come back. Like, if she's leaving for family, she can come back and, and say, you know what? A year ago, I left because I was so upset that WWE did me this way. Exactly. Now I'm coming back to get what's mine, and I'm mm-hmm. coming after whoever has my belt. Yeah, yeah. Great. You can do that. That's the way to, that's the way to do it. That's you the know? way to go with what happened. And Becky, Becky is incredible on the mic. Yes. In one statement, Mm. in one statement, she cleans it all up for herself. Yeah. She goes, however it ended, I'm still holding the belt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And with that one statement, she's like, I get it. Somebody made a mistake that wasn't what the finish should be or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm still the champ. I got both belts. Yeah. Yeah. And she did it in the style of the man. Right. And you're just like, you go, girl. And and her her single promos involving that and you know calling uh, calling her Ronnie, little weirdo. Yeah. And like all that, like I love that fact. It sells it so much better. The whole fact that she like no sells Charlotte as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just to me, the the raw after. Her her promo coming out. Yes. Besides the stuff with Lacey, I get you have to build a, a, yeah, a tension. Yeah, fine. You want to build something different besides more Charlotte and yeah. Rhonda and Becky? I'm good with okay, that. Okay, so you're going to bring Lacey, another well-endowed blonde. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, end all be all, her promo on Raw was perfect. Yes. And I think it totally sold everything that happened at WrestleMania and... I'm okay with it all. Now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to sweat that. I think, I think that packages up WrestleMania for us. I think so. If you were uh, say overall grade, A to E, uh, how would you rate uh, WrestleMania, the entire seven hour plus event? I would say, I would give it a C plus or a B minus. Like, I have seen better WrestleManias. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have seen better WrestleManias in a shorter amount of time. Yes. What really killed me is, if you want me to be vested for seven hours, mm-hmm. it needs to be seven hours of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, like, even in that seven hours with the 17 matches, mm-hmm. I would say a two-thirds of those matches weren't worth... No. Like... I don't know what you do, but you can't do seven hours. You either break it up into the two days like has been discussed, mm-hmm. or you just realize that people aren't going to be on WrestleMania. Exactly. You exactly. Know, get rid of these battle royals so that you can throw everyone else in just to make sure they get a little face time. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary. Yeah. Unnecessary. Get yeah. rid of those. Get rid of, you know, I think we said it before earlier in the show, if you combine these belts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have everybody there. Well, and that's the thing. If you if you want to have belt matches on WrestleMania, I can give that to you. But there were so many non-belt matches also on there. Right. Like, 
Because those were where the stories were. The stories a lot of time didn't involve the belt. But the, the story, Miz, should... the Miz and Shane had nothing to do with the belt, but was one of the most entertaining stories on the show. But I mean, so like, I agree with you. Like, if you have story matches, they need to be played out, mm-hmm. especially if this is like the culmination. This is the apex. Mm-hmm. But this just furthers the beef between Miz and Shane because right. we didn't get one clear winner. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Batista and Triple H, that needed to be played out, and it's done. And it's done. I mean, immediately after, Batista announces his retirement. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to sell, so I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think something like WrestleMania, you are obligated to give your fans all those belt matches. Mm-hmm. And that should be where all the heat is. Yes. So, naturally, the story should follow the belt. Mm-hmm. And you can have side stories, but your true fans are going to watch the other pay-per-views to They're get watch it anyway. there. Yeah, you you won't. You can show as many promos, you can show as many pa- video packages as you want. You are not going to get a casual fan who only watches WrestleMania be as invested in a AJ Styles Orton match, right? Uh, as you would. If you put it on next week or next month's pay per view, because we would watch it anyway, we're watching the stories. Yeah, I would get, but they'll get invested up. in a belt just because it's a belt. Like, yeah, people will well, watch. This is a like, championship. I want to yeah, watch. I want to watch. So, so I would anyway. say um, yes. I agree. It's too long. I think that's been said. Uh, I was a little disappointed in the entrances. Like I feel previous WrestleManias has been more like. Grandiose, yeah, yeah, like it's a bigger thing. I but mean, Triple H came Triple down H had on his. A, a, a Road Warrior. Yeah, car. Triple H had his. I thought Drew McIntyre's with the uh, uh, Emerald uh, Police. Yeah, that uh, was pretty awesome. The, that was pretty cool. But like, aside from those few, there wasn't a lot. There wasn't a huge thing. So, if it's gonna be your big, this is our main show. Like, it should be ridiculous. Yeah, so, I'm gonna go for. I don't think I would go to C, but I'm going to say B minus as well. B B minus, I'd probably put it in. So that's that's my main thing. But that leads us into the culmination of the first quarter of the T3 Championship uh, Picking Challenge. I don't want to hear it. You do want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. All right, so four events: we had Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, Fastlane, and WrestleMania. People could pick. People could choose who the matches were going to win. Every match had points. We had this whole thing where non-belts were one point. Belt mm-hmm, matches were mm-hmm. five points. All leading into who had the most points over these four to get our official T3 championship belt between now and, what do we SummerSlam. say? SummerSlam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who's going to own it now? Now. So in last place. In last place. All right. The possible total points you could get over all four yeah. were 230 points. Okay. Um, our sixth place person with 109 points. Because they didn't... Oh, wait. Sorry. 68 points. <laughs> <laughs> our last place person with 68 points because he was involved in all four events and made no picks for any events was Brian take two from Take-Two Podcast. <laughs> so you made no picks. You therefore got 75% of the lowest score that someone yeah. gained. And the reason why we did that is if for some reason you forgot yeah. and you were competing or for some reason you just didn't get a chance, so you didn't get to do it in time. Or, got you still got something. something. We're not going to give you zero. Yeah. Um, but you still got something. So that was sixth place. Fifth place with 109 points. Colin the Maniac. Ah, he did so well. He did well. He did well. Uh, next, with 115 points, 
the wrestling life. Yeah, I was very surprised. These guys yeah. are professionals. They professionals. write about this, right? Professionals. Yeah, no, they, they were screwed. The um, What really took them down was Fastlane. They got really low scores on. Yeah. Um, and then Elimination Chamber, they only got 10 points on. And the rest of us all got 20. So yeah. that took them down a lot. Okay, good. Now I can hold that over Liam and Ethan. Mm-hmm. At 117 points, you, my friend, the demigod. Third place. No, that'd be fourth place. <laughs> I'm the third loser. <laughs> yes. With 121 points in third place, Jeff the Ref. How the hell does a referee Jeff beat me? Jeff the Ref beat you. Congratulations, By four Jeff. points. Nice work, buddy. Now, it is between myself and alleged wrestling podcast. <laughs> 2-Bit Wrestling. Uh-huh. All the way in Ireland. This right. is between you handing the belt to me or us packaging up right. and mailing it overseas. Allow me, mm-hmm. as the former champ, to have a minute. Okay, okay, please do. Please All do. Right. Take your time. Take your time. Do you need me to play, like, uh, music in the background? No, okay. no. I'm going to give my soliloquies to you <laughs> and to 2-Bit. Mm-hmm. All right? Craig? It's, I'm not graduating. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just, I'm just... All right. Craig? <laughs> yes. If you are to inherit this belt, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you to go fornicate with yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you to find a dirty tree. Yes. Rub your naked body against it. Done. Mm-hmm. And get as many possible scars that will get infected mm-hmm. as possible. Okay. 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 I'll see what I can do about that. I'll see All what right. I can do about that. With that being said. Yes. Um, I hope you win. Okay. Thanks. All right. Uh, <laughs> Because, mm-hmm. because these boys are two bit. Yes. Um, and this is all kayfabe. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, these, this is real. These boys are two bit. Mm-hmm. It took four of them. Yeah. Four of them to do better than us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you and I played separate from each other. We did. To we the did. point where we got into some fisticuff. We did, as we often do. Um, mm-hmm. So, because the four of you came together, mm-hmm. if you wind up winning, I'm calling foul. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, I'll still send the belt out to Right, you. right, right. You mm-hmm. are still the champions. You can still cut promos anytime you want on our show mm-hmm. and drop about how much better mm-hmm. you are than myself and Craig. Yeah. However, you are like the evolution faction mm-hmm. to our John Cena. Ooh. Ooh, I yeah. like the way you put that. Yeah. You are Degeneration X mm-hmm. to our Steve Austin and, and The Rock. I like that. I like do, that a lot. Do you see how that works? I see, that. I see how that works. Okay, I see how that so... Works. Now that I've had my moment and mm-hmm. I've got the spill, uh, if you win, Craig, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Two bit, if you win, congratulations. Um, but uh, for each of you, I carry hate in my heart. As you should. If this makes you feel any better about the news I'm about to give you, yes. Two bit made no selections at Elimination Chamber. So they got the lowest possible points, seven points, compared yeah. to the 20 that I got at Elimination Chamber. Oh, no, this does not bode well. No, because. In first place, the winners, because they beat me. Oh, no. Is Alleged Wrestling Podcast Ah. with 134 points. I only had 127. They beat me by seven points. Even though they didn't pick in a match, they still somehow won. It was so sad. Um, Their big win was Fastlane, because they got every single match right at Fastlane. So they got 27 points compared to my 17. Right. So that really, really set them apart. What this does for us is we have to reset everything. Out. They are the champions. Yeah. We are now all chasing them How again. How many stamps is that? 
I don't know. <laughs> I wonder how much FedEx International is. I but, think, listen, listen, before we get into this, I honestly think we should not FedEx it. We should figure out how many physical stamps have to go on this package and lick every single one. No, I'm Just not punishing myself stamps. because you lost to them. Just covered in stamps. All right. This does give us a, a really good opportunity. Mm-hmm. One, this resets everything. So if you want to join us in this competition, it now resets. Yep. Uh, 2-Bit Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Uh, is the champion until mm-hmm. SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All those points will accumulate till SummerSlam, yep. and we will have a title contention at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, they get bragging rights that whole entire time. Oh, so many bragging rights. Um, but that also gives us a chance for cheap plugs here. Yes, yes. Guys, two of our favorite wrestling podcasts. Mm-hmm. Alleged Wrestling Podcast, uh, podcast with, at 2-Bit Sports. They are four great guys out of Ireland. They know their stuff. It's funny and hilarious. Uh, we will say that if you're a family-friendly person, they are a little blue. A little bit. A little bit. But it is hilarious to hear them. And uh, and their openings, we may do a fun, oh. this is us doing, you know, pretending to be the rock opening. Uh, their openings, openings to their show, the editing in there is beautiful. Beyond reproach. <laughs> so, I mean, you've got, what, Steve Gordo Fitz and Steve again. Yes. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait. Yes. <laughs> uh, I understand Fitz again, or Steve again, but you know we love these guys. they got a great show. We want you to listen to them when you're not listening to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With that, one of our other favorite shows that we love interacting with um, and just have a great time with is The Wrestling Life yeah. with Liam and yep. Ethan. Um, they are good friends of ours. Mm-hmm. They're uh, much more knowledgeable. You have to hear. Uh, I took the opportunity to listen to their show this week. Mm-hmm. You have to hear... Is it, I think it's Liam that went to... No, it was Ethan that went. Oh, it went... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to hear Ethan and his bright pink hair stories. Yes, yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm. if you don't follow them, he had bright pink hair all over WrestleMania. Good times, good mm-hmm. times. And if you followed them both on Twitter, they put out a bunch of stuff during the shows. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great times. Uh, check them out. Check them out. All right, John. We have two of our favorite games to play here. On uh, Take Two Takedown, we have Gorilla Position and we have the building of our T3 League. Which, sir, would you like to start with? As you are the first loser out of the two of us, I'll let you choose. Wow. You might as well get some joy in your life. Thanks uh, Thanks for giving me a chance. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about this? Let's start with Gorilla Position. That's good. We can start with Gorilla Position. So Gorilla Position this time, we decided one of our... Or at least I know my yeah. favorite cartoons. And I, I think we've done this one before, but it's always fun to revisit. Always, especially with new people coming in, new people coming to our attention. Yeah. So we'll do, let's do kind of like a call-up version of Thundercats. I kind of like where you're going new with that. New faces. The new faces. The new faces of the Thundercats. Of the Thundercats, exactly. That's what we will go for, the the rebranding of them you know they came out at some point in like yeah. the late 2000s with a remake of Thundercats we'll do kind of the we'll same do like thing. a rebranding exactly I like the way you think about it. alright so do you want to go from minor to major I say we do the the four main Thundercats yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we'll do Lino obviously Lino um, Panthro Ch- Panthro Chitara Chitara mm-hmm. um, what's his name Tigra Tigra mm-hmm. and then uh, I figure we have to do the villain so do we do Mumra I think we do Mumra yeah mm-hmm just Mumra? Yeah, go for just Mumra. Okay. Let's go for just Mumra. We're going to go big. We'll go home. Because he had that... 
He had that frog dude and jackal dude. Right. But I can't remember their names. <laughs> frog dude and jackal dude. I'm sure if we just looked them up, we could find frog dude and All right. jackal well, dude. Well, while you're, you know, not looking stuff up no. while we're doing a live podcast. No, not at all. Uh, I will go ahead and start. I will start with Tigra. Okay. Okay. All right. Tigra, I believe, would best be played right now mm-hmm. by one Xavier Woods. Ooh, I like that. I like that. So I'm going to go with Xavier Woods as mm-hmm. Tigra. Uh Fast, good, uh, quick thinker, mm-hmm. almost like the senior leader of the group. I like that. See, I'm going for the fast, the quickness, the speed, always can move. I'm going for a ricochet. Good call. Mm-hmm. So a ricochet is my tiger. Mm-hmm. I like that. Now, what about the big, the strong, the whole Panthro. Panthro. Well, exactly. I'm going to have to go with Big E. Big E is a good choice. Big E is a good choice. I will have to give that to you. You know what? I, on the other hand, I'm going to go for big massive it's pretty stoic you know wants to get stuff done um but is is kind of serious mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i'm gonna go uh with somebody a little older i'm gonna go with triple h i could see that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of like the the uh, unpronounced leader of you know he's more of the 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 older man the senior man and of the i, I kind of see a little thing going here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the head of nxt calling up the nxt <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about all right well let's get into lionel i'll go first obviously i think if you look at my trend the leader of the group mm-hmm. the new leader of here would be kofi would be kofi i agree with that because mm-hmm. i'm all about the kofi mania mm-hmm. see i'm going for someone the leader of the group you know the the head the top one that's going to bring us all to the promised land johnny gargano I like that one too. Gosh, mm-hmm. I, man, this is really good. Now, what about Chitara, our female? Uh, see, this one it threw me a little bit, but then I started thinking, uh, who would work well with the New Day? Mm-hmm. Who would be a good player with the New Day? Yeah. Someone coming up, Bianca Belair. Damn it. That's who you took, because that's who I was going to go for too. She's fast. She's got speed. She's got moves. Mm-hmm. Love me some Bianca Belair. Now, I can think of a few. Yeah, yeah. There are, there are a few other ones. Uh, I'm probably, we, I've used her a lot recently, and I think that's because I am such a big fan of her. I'm going for Io Shari. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't blame you. Yeah. She was phenomenal in that four-way match. Yes, yes. I really like, she, she really I've always stood enjoyed out in her, that, but yeah. she stood out the most in that match. Enough to the fact that, uh, once again, that's another match that none of us picked Baszler to retain the belt. We all yeah. thought she was going to lose it. Yeah. Um, so I thought they would put it on Bianca because yep. Baszler was getting called up. Obviously, um, that's not happening. Now, let's go for the uh, the big baddie. The big baddie, the Momra. Momra! All right. <laughs> so, I am just going to totally shotgun blast this one. Okay. All right. Obviously, Momra has to be Vince McMahon because he's old, mean, and just <laughs> Got evil. it. Got and it. all the stuff he did to Kofi and his title belt. Mm-hmm. And then the frog dude and the jackal dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to use... Daniel Bryant and Rowan. Oh, see, I thought you were going to go for Stephanie and Shane. I was, I was, <laughs> but then I thought, you know, the foil to Lionel and the way to get actually to Vince McMahon mm. would be through Bryant and Rowan. Oh, see, I like that. I like that. See, I was thinking along those same lines. I was thinking uh, the big bad who would have the person, the their cronies, their people next to them, yeah. that would completely help them take everything over. You can use and whatever you want. Also causes me to have nightmares, much like Mumra did in my childhood. Uh-huh. Shayna Baszler, along with her cronies, her little <laughs> uh, MMA, yeah, uh, Jessica Duke and whoever the other one is. And I can't remember their names. Yeah. 
That's who I'm choosing as my Mumra. I love Because it. they both give me nightmares. I love it. Now, I mean, we kind of rushed through Gorilla Position and because it was a rehash and, you know. It's we, just fun to do. We talked a lot about wrestling today. <laughs> we did. Uh, but we, did. we need to add a little bit to our, our wrestling league. factions. Exactly. As, as we've talked about, because of the popularity of the new, big, up-and-coming, all-elite wrestling, we figured we need to get in the wrestling game, too. So we each decided to start building our league using either wrestlers that need to leave WWE or wrestlers that are out there available because unlike WWE, the T3 league will play with everybody. We can play with each other's people. That's fine. You like to We're play gonna with share people? Toys. I love to play with people. All kinds of people. You're a player. I'm a player player. <laughs> no, All right. Not. So what do you want to add to our little list this week? So we, we've gotten through um, in your show Warzone. Yeah, you know, which was basically our version of Raw, and then my show Takedown, the much better one, the one people <laughs> care about. Uh, the version I'm of laughing because you're dumb. Um, we have general managers, we have commentators, we have our cha- men and women's champion, our tag team champions, a couple of females, a couple of males, a couple other tag teams. I think we just need to start to flesh it out a little more. So maybe you want to do another two males, another two females each. Okay, okay, let's mm-hmm. do that. Let's do that. Who are you thinking you want to bring in as your Next male to just sort of start flushing this out. Hmm. My next male has got to be freely released from WWE. Freely released, he says. Dean Ambrose. <sighs> yeah, remember that whole time we had that conversation about this is work, it's not... No, he's he's gone. He's gone. He's like for real gone. We were wrong. I'm taking mm-hmm. him. Oh. I can't say I blame you for that one. I can't say I blame you for that one at all. Um, now, for my mail, I'm going to go for somebody that was with WWE, has left WWE, um, but I feel that they could be a presence in the locker room. Somebody I need in there to sort of lead these young bucks down the way they should. Literally, since I have the young bucks on my team. Um, lead them to places they should go. Lead them to greatness. So I'm choosing the still currently wrestling on the indie circuit, Dustin Rhodes, a.k.a. Goldust. So you're pulling Goldust, but is he going to wrestle, or is he just going to be the mentor, the backstage oh, mentor? He'll wrestle. He'll do some some spots here and there. You know, he'll help get people over if he needs to. But his main focus is to help be more of a behind-the-scenes uh, support. But he'll be out there when need to be. He'll be out there when need to be. Should we pick a lady? A lady. Let's go for a lady. For a lady on my side. <laughs> What what accent are we doing? I right now? don't know. For a lady, for a lady on my side. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna go with probably one of the greatest in-ring athletes. Oh. That uh, <coughs> has like, I mean, I find her to be an amazing talent, and I don't know why I don't see her anywhere else. I'm mm. sure I do. I just don't recognize her. But um, I'm going to go with Lucha Underground's Sexy Star. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. What would you ha- What would you do if you just turned out that that was actually like Selena Vega? And you just had no idea. I would be like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, for my lady. For your lady. Um, my female wrestlers. I, I, I don't know what an accent just I'm doing. Just stop. We should. Uh, I'm choosing somebody who I am pulling from WWE. 
because they're not using her in the way they should. Uh, they're not uh, pushing her up as they should. They're not using her to her potential, which she has seen and shown in other wrestling. And that is Nikki Cross. Because I don't know what they're doing with her. They brought her up, and I don't know what's happening. I don't think she knows what's happening. But she was big in NXT, and now she's here, and she's just randomly thrown into women events. That's pretty much her thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I have a dilemma, so I want to ask if I can pick, like, extra. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> I'll let you pick one, too. Okay. I'll let okay. you pick one, too. Mm-hmm. I think we should be each be able to pick one of our favorite wrestlers. Okay. And maybe induct them into our Hall of Fame. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Or, you know, like, because your gold dust idea was great. Mm-hmm. I really respect that. Mm-hmm. And As you me, should with most of my ideas. I'm sitting here in silence <laughs> giving you the eye. Uh-huh. Don't care. Keep going. Okay. Anyway, um, so I would like that. But I think for my second mail, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um... I have to go back to Right Coast Pro because gotcha. this way I can get a two-for-one deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Setsu Ginsu with the mm. Jason Wilson experience as his manager. Ooh. Guys, if you haven't seen a Right Coast Pro production, mm-hmm. you have to go see this. Setsu Ginsu is like a morph of the great Muda and... Um, you're a taki. I mean, just like yeah, no, moves, ability, talent. Mm-hmm. Love, great, love to hate that guy. Great villain, exactly. Yeah, great love villain. to hate that guy. And then when you couple him with uh, the Jason Wilson experience, who is like, I, I don't know, he's kind of like a teddy bear meets Paul Heyman. Okay, okay. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you love to hate him, but like when you look at him, it's like, he's so cute. He's so cute. I just want to so, start um, with him. I'm going to take them. Okay. And then... For my inductee, mm-hmm. um, I I have to go with one of my all-time favorites. Okay. I have to go with Ron Simmons. Ooh, that is a good one. That is a really good one. Yeah. I he mean, would be a good, similar to my Gold Dust idea. Yeah. Behind the scenes, help with the promos. That I'm going to say stuff. he's like, like, you know, helping me roll the show, mm-hmm. helping me figure out what we're going to do. Uh, he's given spot advice to the newer wrestlers and that kind of stuff, especially the ones that are going to come up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I needed a Ron Simmons on my team. I like it. I like it, my friend. So because I dumped that on you and I literally just took him. Yeah, no, that's fine. You now have the free gambit. The take, free gambit. To take anybody that's still alive. Okay. Can't use a dead one because I know we would both go for Piper. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But anyone that's still alive, you can induct into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> And have mm. them as like a backstage promoter or a recruiter or what have you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, um, for first for my male wrestler that mm-hmm. I'm adding to my team, mm-hmm. um, I like your idea of going outside our normal realm. We'll go with Right Coast Pro and stuff like that. But I am even going to go beyond Right Coast Pro. Yeah. I'm going to go with somebody that is even no longer with Right Coast Pro, which is one of the best villains they had. And that's Miles Millennium. Oh, man, mm-hmm. you were so right. Yeah, people forgot about him. And much like your Setsuginsu's bringing Jason Wilson everywhere he goes, my Miles Millennium is going to bring a pizza covered in sleeping dust everywhere he goes. You know, I can't. I can't. No, no. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, as for uh, my behind-the-scenes, 
my promoter, my helping people to work with uh, their promos, with their character and stuff like that. Being, uh, having the ability to choose anyone from all of wrestling history that is still alive at this point, I have to go with Shawn Michaels. Okay. I can't not go with Shawn Michaels. So. But the problem I have with Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. gave you that you could do anybody else. You said anybody. All right. So you're going to steal away from NXT. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. You said anybody. You gave no things that said that they had to still currently be working with WWE or not. Fine. I gave you that one <laughs> caveat this one time. One time. All right. Now, for my second female Your wrestler. Your second female wrestler. Who I think is going to be amazing and awesome. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. Penelope Ford. Ooh, I like that. Joey Janela's sidekick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just watching her in the all in match. Yeah. She was phenomenal. Yes. And then seeing her do a few more matches, I just I can't say enough about Penelope no, Ford. She's I, gonna be a superstar. I agree. I agree. I can't go against you with that. Um because, and I will admit, um, that I was unsure on my second female uh until you gave me the idea. Uh, but I'm taking also from Lucha Underground because one of my favorite people in Lucha Underground was Mariposa. Oh, I, I do love, love Lucha Underground. So I'm going to take her, put her on my female side, keep her over there, probably as a heel, just because I like that. Oh, but, yeah, let's see. I will go. Mm. Setsu Gensu has to remain heel. Oh, definitely. Dean Ambrose will be face. Okay. Sexy okay. Star and Penelope Ford will both be face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,. I think we're good there. I think we are good there. I think we are good there. I mean, I'm going for, um, you know, Miles Millennium, obviously heel. Yeah. Goldust is going to be face. Well, Goldust doesn't have to be face. He's, he's he's just, a, he just is. He is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, Nikki Cross, I'm going to go face. Mary really? Oh, yeah. I like Nikki Cross's face. I think she's someone that people get behind, and you just the, love the insanity. The nice thing about Nikki Cross is you don't have to have her as face or heel. No, she she's can just, float both lines. She's just crazy. Yeah, hey, she's crazy and she runs on both, so she can wrestle anyone, mm-hmm. and that makes it easy for you. I agree. I like that. I agree. Um, I think the other part we need to get into, we already discussed it, Right Coast Pro. This weekend, April 13th, their kickoff thing that they're having at the uh, Kirkwood Soccer, Soccer Club, they're having a bunch of matches happen, which our main one that we've talked about that we're into is the two-on-one handicap match uh, with the sergeant. Yeah, Sergeant Jerry Baldwin. Baldwin. <laughs> exactly. Which I just think is going to be fun. Sergeant Intensity. And you, if you were not going to be there to see Sergeant Intensity, you need to make sure you're following them on Twitter, following them on Facebook. You know who's a lot uh, of videos and stuff. league he's been drafted into, right? I do. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just it's going to take a lot, dude. I love the Baldwins. I, I agree. I agree with you there. Um, I usually try and throw in any other news that we have coming up. One of the reasons I thought of Goldust for my team is because at the end of April, April 27th, oh, no, uh, Goldust is actually going to be at Maryland Championship Wrestling in Joppa, Maryland. He's going to be there in Goldust attire. Um, You need to make sure you get there. Joppa, Maryland. It's their Shattered Dreams event. April 27th, Maryland Championship Wrestling. Make sure to check them out. The only other kind of news I wanted to talk about, and this kind of uh, happened, at, you could relate it to AEW if you wanted to, only because I saw AEW put it out a poll as to whether they should take them or not. Have you seen the fact that Enzo and Cass are now back together? Yes. Yeah. As free agents the with a Z. R-E-A-L-1 <laughs> and big ass. Right, right. But they're going under Enzo, N-Z-O, uh-huh. and Cass, which is K-A-S-X-L. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're out there as a tag team now. Um, uh, and AEW put out, should should we, is, do you want to see Enzo and Cass and the no. free agents on AEW? And I I do I not. Do not. <laughs> I Enzo do not. can't wrestle. Cass can't do a promo. Mm-hmm. The only thing I ever want to do is see Enzo talk. Like, I almost thought about bringing him on as a commentator. I, uh, he, he was up there for me, too. He was um, up there for me, too. But no, I don't want to see it. The mm. other news I have for AEW yes. is uh, they are obviously going to get TV. Yes. Mm. Now, we know it's not going to be a major network. Right. Uh, but we are looking at anything on a basic cable level. So like yeah. TBS, uh, Spike TV, mm. TNT, mm-hmm. uh, you know, anything that a basic level will CMT. get you. CMT. Wasn't SmackDown on CMT for a while? Or? No, it was on like Paramount. Yeah. What was, what was the one that was on Sci-Fi? Was that ECW? That was SmackDown. That was SmackDown? Yeah. What is, I feel like there was... But anyway, <laughs> anyway, <sorry>. anyway <laughs> AEW is going to get a TV deal. It looks like they are going to try to get on in October. Shocker, I wonder why. <laughs> Don't know. So that's know. that's the last thing I've heard about AEW. Um, that, um, that would, As we've talked about, that's their linchpin. They get on TV, they have a chance. You're never going to beat WWE, but you can... I be be a presence at least, and if they're on TV, I don't, they're a presence. Look at look at the car dealerships like Chevy, Ford, Dodge. Too, mm-hmm. too big to fail, but they failed. Right, right. Um, I think something like WWE needs a good hard kick in the pants by AEW because mm-hmm. what's our favorite time of, of WWE? It's the Attitude Era, right? Right, right. What was mm-hmm. going on at that time? WCW was making a hard push Very for their true. ratings. Very true. Mm-hmm. So I literally think AEW coming up. Could either be better than and dethrone w, uh, WWE, or WWE's got to step up his game, and we're going to get something more than just PD, uh, PG vanilla. So, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I look forward to it. I love the wrestlers on WWE. I love the wrestlers that are coming to AEW. Um, I'm really excited about the AEW promotion because I think they're going to keep it more to their age group. We're mm-hmm. not catering to the 12 to 18 year olds. We're catering to those 18 to 30 year olds that watch us. Exactly. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree, my friend. Let me ask you something. Yes. Let me ask you something. Please do. You and I have spent the last week mm-hmm. in, let's say, in, lo- in a love affair. Not with each other, no, just in general. That we're always in a love affair with each other. So. Um. Mm. I have this feeling. Yes. I have this feeling that uh, it's a new day. Yes, Yes, it it is. is. Um, So with that being said, you and I purposely held out on our excitement for this because we are 100% entrenched in Kofi Mania. So... Craig, you and I talked. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. As we are so excited about Kofi Mania, mm-hmm. we said we have to have a moment showcasing Kofi. Yes. What can we do? I mean, there was only one thing to do, and that is the beautiful, the amazing WrestleMania entrance that Big E graced us with leading into Kofi coming out for that match. It was beautiful. Yes. So without further ado. <laughs> Aww, T3 fans! Don't you dare be sour! Clap your hands and feel the power! It's a new day. Yes, it is.
Don't you dare be sour. Clap for your world-famous five-time champs and feel the power. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Oh, we love Kofi Mania. Oh, I'm so happy with this. <laughs> like, it's organic. It's it's reminiscent of Becky, but it's not as forced as Becky. Yep. Um, yep. I do. I have to give some credit though to Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. I took a lot away from him. I didn't like the whole fickle and all that no, stuff. No. But when I brought it down to brass tacks, mm-hmm. brass tacks, he says. he's he's so simple that he's genius. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he's either the super cheeky good guy. Yeah. And it's the yes movement. Or he is the dastardly villain that literally tells everybody you can't have a leather belt, you have to have this hemp belt, and, you know, I'm the green warrior, and you're Mm. all pieces of crap. Well, I mean, you have to look at the fact that no matter how you feel about the fickle, uh, the hemp belt, all that sort of stuff, if you told me last WrestleMania that this, one of the best matches of this WrestleMania 35 was going to be, was going to be... Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan, and we were going to want Kofi Kingston to beat Daniel Bryan. I would never believe. I would have never believed you. Never would have believed. Not at all. <laughs> not, not at, at all. all. Not one little bit. Not and one. that not only did that happen, but like we said, that was one of the best matches of the entire night. It was really like that is amazing that Daniel Bryan was able to take a character that grew, like a character that was organic, that he was. And make it into someone completely different but, in a no, year. But I mean, it was so easy because all he did was flip the script. Mm-hmm. He went mm-hmm. from being "I love you all" to "You're all killing the planet." So I'll use that to say I hate. I you. love the planet more than I love you. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it all, and I think Rowan, of all people, is a perfect sidekick to yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited for all of this. I want to see where Bryant goes next. Yes, I 100% agree. You know what else I'm excited about? What are you excited about? I'm excited about our other podcast. I'm excited about Take Two, where mm-hmm. we talk about movies, TVs, and the entertainment business. Yep, yep, I'm talking yep. about the spinoffs of Spotlight, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Uh, Tony and Brian break down the career of a certain person or, or faction. Or faction. Um, <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> neat. Well, the reason why I say faction is their latest Spotlight right. was on the uh, people on the, that On the verse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People that support... Uh, so I wouldn't call him a faction. Yes. Yeah. So... Uh, we got Spotlight. We have The Realm with Roy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm um, mm-hmm. we had... It, it's, it's there, there was a show. It, it's in the ether. <laughs> it's in the ether. And there is a show coming up. <laughs> That's also in the ether. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. There's a new show coming. We're breaking it yes, here it on is. T3. Okay? There's a new show coming. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we're breaking it here on T3. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us, folks, at Take Two Takedown on Twitter. You can email us because we love to get teabagged at the triple teabag at gmail.com. And please don't forget to call us 434-602-1931. Call us, leave us your voice messages. If you want to give us an idea of what you think a perfect New Day representation of a T3 intro is, Call it, leave it on the hotline. The best one gets the best one. We'll just make it the intro. We don't even have to do it. We'll just steal yours. Yeah, we'll just use yours, and we'll give you credit every time we do it. Uh, Once again, congratulations to a Relative Wrestling Podcast for winning 
the T3 championship. You know what? Pick, what? A bunch of Irish leprechauns with all the gold. All the gold and all the luck. In the ah, world. we got all the luck and the gold. <laughs> Irish be gold. Oh, yes. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I like how you just turn into gibberish. You like that? That's all, that's all, that's all. Because that's what they sound like when they talk and tell me that they're champions. I'm not. Yeah, we're champions. Yeah, we'll yes, congratulations, we'll guys. Send them you did a great job. And we're going to use all the stamps. All the stamps we can buy. <laughs> all the stamps. Let's just throw a gun in there, you know, too. <laughs> Metal a gun. We're going to send you the belt, all the guns, <laughs> all the fireworks. Guns. There's going to be a hot dog in there. Oh, so much American. Star-spangled pants. Yep, just because. Just because. Just we're going to wrap it in star-spangled swimming pants. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> But you are now the champs up until SummerSlam, so good luck on holding on that belt because you got us all breathing down your neck. We are coming for it. And I'm going to give you fair warning. We have people that want to join in. Exactly. We're going to have more than six for this next round of uh, the quarter. I almost project that we could double I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. Well, thank you, folks. Episode 73, John and Craig, we out. Peace.